Wardcast episode 205. Go! Go, 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 go. go. I'm Dylan Vento, and today I'm joined by Joe Wetmore. That's me. And Nelson Johnson. That's me. That's you. That's me. And that's you. And that's you and that's on the PlayStation 4. <laughs> Who? Uh, PlayStation. Whomst? Whomst. Oh, geez. How are you doing, man? I'm great. Um, we're moving. Yeah, you are. I see I see boxes. One says Dylan, one says work, but they both say Lowe's. Yeah. They Not sponsored. B- they, belong to, they belong to us. Yes. Thank you, Lowe's. Are you in need of moving materials? <laughs> so they make heavy duty ones. And Wendy bought me like a small heavy duty box. Um, what, is, what makes it a heavy duty? I think the cardboard's thicker? thicker. Yeah. Okay. I threw all my consoles into that. I but, could have uh, definitely used that when I moved. But it doesn't have any handles, I guess, because that affects the structural integrity of the oh. box. But it's uh, a bummer. What you need is Purple's patented c- c- cube collapsing technology that's been. It's been patented like 27 times. Do you need mm-hmm. moving materials that can also double as undergarments? Go to MeUndies for use offer code WARDCAST. I would wear purple One underwear. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I will happily take a lifetime supply of MeUndies. As payment? Like we don't, like the ad doesn't. No, like, I can't. They don't can't pay us anything. <laughs> they don't pay I us anything but underwear. I will also take a lifetime supply. Oh, gosh. It's uh, what's happening? I'm, Video I, games exist. They do. Um, but before that, I'm gonna read this headline. Oh, someone left old TVs outside 50 homes in Virginia oh, while yeah. wearing a TV on his head. No one knows why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So interesting about this. Apparently, one of the videos is in my neighborhood. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, my my buddy who owns the house I'm renting from messaged me and he was like hey is there a tv on your porch <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey 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 i had no idea what he was talking about I was like i guess one of my roommates ordered a tv i don't know <laughs> oh weird. but i didn't get a tv but i assumed that because we have a camera in our front yard that he has mm-hmm. access to and i was like i guess i guess we got one but now nah. is it like a nest cam or like what is it's it? a nest cam okay, yeah. uh, okay. Mm-hmm. but man what a, what is what a world that we live in this yeah a man I- with a tv head First of all, giving TVs out in Henrico. Just waving at the cameras, too. Yeah. Like, well, oh, yeah. Did we say that he was wearing yeah, a TV, TV as yeah, a he head? He has a CRTV on his head. What a weird genetic deformity. <laughs> you got to feel for him. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other TVs come off of him. They He's reproduce by budding. Communicating mm-hmm. the one way he knows how. <laughs> by giving away TVs. By yeah. They'll just turn on in the middle of the night, and he'll be there. Seven days. Whoa, that's a good. Oh, that's a, this is a good start for a horror movie, actually. I mean, you a know. bunch of haunted TVs being distributed. Mm-hmm. I, I also mm-hmm. love how this article doesn't even call them CRTs; they just say old timey TVs. I was like, "Come on, yeah, like, come on, what, yeah. we, what are we doing? Cathode ray tubes, please." I'm, but I'm curious if, like, I went home and I was like, "Hey, Gabby, Cathode what is the tubes. what what is this version of a TV called?" I don't think she'd say CRT. I think we know that because we're old partners. About, yeah, I mean, I yeah. get. I mean, it's not a huge deal. It's just it's, funny. It's just funny that that's like now an old timey TV. Yeah. So I, I say old timey TV, and it's like you know eight millimeter projector or something. Yeah, I was thinking like one with knobs. Yeah. I had a NASA TV from like the seventies. Yeah. What does that mean? It, so it was like they in launched a NASA rocket facility? direct feed from the moon. Well, yeah. it, it was like a wooden like it was like a wooden frame. Where JFK TV, is, <laughs> and it used to be in like a NASA like building in Florida. 
Yeah. And it was just like, I don't know, like a, it was the kind of thing that like got mounted somewhere or whatever. Um, and was it was it just a-, a TV, but it had like property of NASA on it. And it was like, kind of cool. Was it Meatball or, or Worm logo? Oh, well, that's, that's, that's a long I, time ago. I, I don't know. I, don't I am wearing a NASA. That's neither logo, though. I know, but I'm wearing a NASA T-shirt. I think the back has the NASA is known meatball, for their meatballs. <laughs> NASA Most Swedish like meatballs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The the these meatballs are made of old astronauts. Oh, Holy shit! Wonder what happened to Neil Armstrong after he died. Damn. Feed him to your children. Make them smart. So mad. He just knows. Have I coming. ever told you my space rant? No. Space kids suck. Why? What? Wait, why? Wait, what is what are space kids? Kids obsessed to going to space. Direct this. What? Direct this specifically I was, to Gabby. Going to space. This is Gabby. You suck. No. <laughs> uh, no. I just uh, whenever I deal with the space kids, like I want to go to the moon. Mm-hmm. I want to go into space. Wouldn't that be cool? I'm like, yeah, I guess. Aim lower, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're under or over the height requirement. Oh mm. yeah. That's changing though. I just. I well, know. it has to because they need to make suits for more than one woman. I think I think of I think of Jeff Bezos being like, "We gotta get off the Earth because the Earth is dying." I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, you have 170 billion dollars. Why don't you put it towards not the Earth dying instead of like your ridiculous like Elysium, you know, one percent spaceship up in low orbit? Like, what is wrong with you? Uh, I can't blame 100%. him. I can't blame him. him. I can. See, all right, here's the deal. All right. Okay. Look, I'm going to sympathize for one minute with um, Jeff Bezos, <laughs> owner of Amazon. If I was an absolute fucking rich person, I'm sorry, absolute rich person, and... What are you apologizing for? Profanity is allowed. Oh, right. <laughs> I couldn't... I could, I'm Jeff Bezos. I'm very insecure. <laughs> I I feel like... I mean, you are bald, so I understand. I would accept that Damn. nothing in the universe matters, and I would like to see other planets. So I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then but then just be like, I don't know, I want to go see Mars. What's up? It's such a well, you've got to keep your your brand up. If you seem too callous as Jeff Bezos, Fair. then people then you judge become, yes, because like you the treatment of, of warehouse employees definitely doesn't seem too callous. But Jeff Bezos is never going to admit that. He's going to spin it like, oh, we have uh, yeah, like, no, Amazon I, I videos, like dedicated they, employees, yeah, the, or whatever. The training video that says like keywords you should be looking mm-hmm. out for and it's like organized work or fair wage yeah. mm-hmm. i guess what i'm saying is i sympathize with the true jeff bezos not the one who is presented with all the lies but there's a there's a there's a poor billionaire man out there <laughs> who's just like no one knows the real me the me who just wants to go to space by any means possible and <laughs> he i can get do you, that jeff bezos just pay nasa they will put him in a rocket. I also think this is proving Dylan's point of space kids suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like space kids that grow up to become multi-billionaires suck. It's it's very libertarian, right? It's yeah. like we gotta we gotta go. We gotta expand out. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. neocolonialism. It's fascinating. I hate it. Whereas I'm just like, no, give me all of that technological advancement to making Earth better. And also letting me upload my consciousness to a network so that I can then download it into a different body when I die. I want cyberpunk future is all Mm, I'm saying. I'd rather that than go to space. We are rapidly approaching that. Okay. I mean, okay. There's more to cyberpunk. It's gonna get bad before it gets good. Cool body like biopunk. I know, but you get. Oh, but the thing is, one of the most fascinating things about cyberpunk is that the ridiculous stuff is at least somewhat accessible to normal people. And I think that is interesting. So here, I have a cyberpunk story that's a modern day, real life cyberpunk story. My best friend's sister is deaf. She had an implant put in her brain a long time ago to you know put the devices in. She just got a new upgrade for it, where she can now call people from <gasps> her brain. 
she can have telephone conversations with the with a pl- implant in her head. <laughs> Nelson is beaming. I am so excited. It's ridiculous that that's the thing that he, she can control it from her phone, basically. And so, so it, it 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 she you know it's a it's it's essentially like a like a I guess what's it like called? a hearing aid? Yeah, hearing aid, but like but has Bluetooth conduction or something? <sighs> yeah, like how My does God. it like how does she, does it use bone conduction to like simulate the the sounds? Or? I don't one hundred percent know. Okay. So you'd have to. So this is why I'm excited about that because I I was in a car accident last year and I went deaf in this year for like ninety percent deaf. Um, Wait, and permanently? So do we need uh, to deafen you more? I'm still. <laughs> my you just hearing, tested it. My hearing is not all sure. the way back. My hearing is not all that. Like I can hear. I can. So you probably can't hear that, but I'm like rubbing my fingers together. It sounds different in this ear than it does from this ear. Like, like the, fine, the fine sounds are okay. not there. So anymore. if we need to kill you, we sneak up on the left side. Uh, yeah, but I have a I have a Peter tingle, so it just it, it'll mm. yeah it'll cancel that out. Um, but when I was talking to the doctor, he was like, yeah, I mean, like there are some things you can do, and so now I have tinnitus. Um, and it's like there are some things Fuck. you can do, like you could get an implant that does a sound or a hearing aid that does a sound that cancels out the tinnitus. Also, it would work as a hearing aid. Oh, and you can that's control so that smart. It's fucking brilliant. And I looked into it, and it's it's, it's not... pricey? It's pricey. It's not prohibitively expensive, but when you're like a 20-something-year-old with a lot of student loan debt, it's it's a bit it's, much. It's a bit much. Yeah. But I want an implant. I want an implant in my brain. Where All right. Well, that's people. cool, but also, like, it'll help a medical condition you're suffering from. Like, like yeah. There's a difference between, like, oh, we have this cool, like, biohack thing that will... Uh, help someone's quality of life versus hey I just put my Tesla fob implanted it into my <laughs> forearm isn't that cool yeah I don't need mantis blades in my arm I would like to undo this tonight <laughs> I do want rocket feet though okay so that we're getting closer and closer I guess yeah I mean Did you see that guy that used the hoverboard or the 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 it was like some French across comp- the channel yeah it went across the English channel uh, some French company and made like a I'm a little disappointed though. Yeah. I looked up the story, and he made several stops along the way to refuel, Boo. which I get because that, that's like it's a lot to carry fuel on that distance. thing. It's mm-hmm. a big distance to carry enough fuel to go that distance, and then like the, and all that fuel is like extra weight that would make it like impossible. But the the way it was sold to me when I read the headline was like, "Man crosses English Channel with with hover device." <laughs> I was like. We're there. We're there. And then, and then it was like, ah, he, he stops on, on several boats along the way. Gotcha. And it's like, okay, still cool, but you made me think it was more than it mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I want that in my feet. Mm-hmm. It's a robot heads. But or yeah, TV we got to start with TVs on your porch. Okay. Free oh. CRTs. <laughs> gladly. If that's the beginning of this, gladly. Yeah. Joe, was that NASA TV? <laughs> was it HD? Or is it no. a CRT? Well, was I, it HD CRT? You ever seen those? Like the high definition no. cathode ray tubes? There's one in the brand center. I'm not, I'm not sure, actually. I, it, this was this was literally when I was like 10. So uh, okay. I, it's, it's been a long time. Uh, but it was cool. That's all I can really I say bet. about it. I bet. Nice. So if you're in Henrico, Virginia, keep keep your eyes peeled for free TVs. I wonder if the guy's <laughs> going to stop now. No, he's been caught. Probably. Not caught, well, but like. Where's he getting he, all those TVs from? <laughs> Has he been somebody, collecting it from years? Somebody brought up that he probably has these and they work, but it would cost more to recycle them than it would be to just drop them off. Yeah, now it's someone else's problem. Yeah. Or someone else's TV. Yeah, <laughs> like he could have dropped off like an NES, a Zapper, and Duck Hunt, and then everything would have been yeah. fine, but no. Speaking of, Joe, how's duck season? Is duck season completed? 
No, 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 no. I, I've been gone for the last week in old Virginia, so mm-hmm. I haven't had much time to play. I've mostly been playing board games for the last week, actually. Nice. Oh, yeah. um, because it was, uh, I didn't bring my computer with me, which meant that I was, if I wanted to play anything digital, it was on my phone. Not, and, you didn't bring your Switch? I did, well, actually, that's not true. I did, I, I did play some Fire Emblem. But, Switch. Um, it, was a, it was a visit with friends, so I, I could go and visit <laughs> friends and just look at a mobile device the entire time. Yeah. That's but what I, I do. felt like that yeah, was. Yeah, you don't do that anyway? Well, and over here I do because I take <laughs> I take I take all of my friendships here for granted. It's like they're right there, so I can just be on my phone and everybody's presence. And then one day I'll move away and I'll be like, "Oh my god, I spent all that time on my phone when my friends were right there." Oh no! But now with, with my, my time with people from you know my 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 youth is more precious because it's like I only get to see them when I go down there. So it's like mm. now my, the phone weighs more in my hand mm. and the switch mm. weighs more on my face. Mm. And uh, mm. I, I I just. Anyway, anyways, I played a lot of board games, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, what's a what's a what was your favorite board game you played? So we played a, we played a lot that were like, um, people like you know indie stuff that people had brought at like Gen Con recently, and oh nice. Um, but I did play this um, for one that's more well known. Uh, there's a Arkham uh, Asylum like uh, Arkham Horror. Uh, there's a board game Arkham Horror where they just they they've made a card game for it as well. That's essentially the same scenarios, but played out through like. You, you, every player has a deck. It's almost like Sentinels of the Multiverse meets Arkham Horror, where you have like you're trying to build up a strategy and investigate and deal with horrible things. Yeah. And, uh, but we met that guy. Are they what? We met that guy at PAX. Sentinels of the Multiverse. Yeah, he was the guy with a very nice suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the in the Kickstarter lounge. The. Uh, very okay. nice suit, long hair, beard. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you say no. very nice suit. <laughs> Suit. suit, suit, suit. Okay, he was dressed. I thought you were saying nines. he had a great butt. I mean, probably. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. I saw the indent. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey. Um, do you all play as Batman? No, not Arkham. Not like, not like Arkham. Oh. Batman. Like, like Lovecraftian. So it, like, like Cthulhu. Oh. Oh. Yeah, those are different. Yeah. Yeah. Arkham, Arkham is two things. <laughs> it, it is. It is Batman Arkham Asylum, and it is. It's like a genre, right? Arkham Horror. Well, Ar- Lovecraftian Arkham Arkham Horror is like it's like tied to like the Eldritch the, Horror, the Eldritch horror genre. Yeah. Is, is Arkham Horror specifically like like medical institutions and no, stuff? Okay. no? Uh, I'm just kidding. Insanity. No, 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 no. That's no. all Eldritch Horror. Yeah. Well, I mean th- that is a part of it, but it's not a part of like it being Arkham. Arkham is like uh, I think it's like a city that it, that it's in. But oh. Hmm. Um, Arkham City, yeah, yeah. There yeah. we go. <laughs> and the yeah. Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. It's funny because no, I was thinking about. It, I was like, I don't know when the word Arkham actually comes up in those games. I only know that it's the name of the games, but we don't generally talk about it. We're we're just in you know, the board games. The, yeah, okay, well, the board sorry. games or the card game, and it, it, the yeah, scale yeah. is very small. It's like you're just the game board is set in Lovecraft's fictional Massachusetts town of Arkham in uh, 1926. Okay, all right. That's the that's the thing that it is. Okay. But yeah, it's. It's it's tough because Lovecraftian games have this really hard balance of like you want to when you're playing a game you want to be like heroic and proactive mm-hmm. but Lovecraftian horror is kind of about being not that it's about being it's about being either doomed or ill-equipped to face something that is bigger and sure. more horrifying than you. Right. And there is no win. So for games to kind of face that is really tough. Uh, I and I, I feel like a lot of times 
like dungeon ma- or game masters will get it wrong where they'll be like, all right, now you're going to go kill a bunch of cultists and fight a big monster with mm-hmm. shotguns and stuff. And it's like, well, that's not very, that's not, that's not really the reason that I like Lovecraft. I like Lovecraft where my character gets to cower in the corner screaming, you know, like, right. uh, and the game does a good job. Like I was playing a character who was just an investigator. I could not participate in any of the combats because I was terrible. I didn't get oh. attacked sometimes, but what I did was escaped. <laughs> I ran away and then I yeah. went and like tried to contribute my own way to what was going on. Um, and that was, I love that approach to it. We did have a guy who could fight, but he wasn't even the best fighter because we, none of us had played the best fighting deck. So mm. we had to come up with ways around. We had to throw dynamite into other rooms and, and, <laughs> and, and deal with this in, in, in fun ways. And so, man, uh, yeah, very good board, game. very you, good card game. Have you looked at that uh, um, like, uh, Lovecraft video game that came out? Was it Sinking City? The Sinking City. So there's the Sinking City, and then there is one that's just straight up Call of Cthulhu. Oh, a video game. The, so there's oh. there's old school Call of Cthulhu, and then they made an official official Call of Cthulhu game. Yeah, that was like just recently too, right? Yeah, it was maybe two years ago. I, I it's weird, or I, maybe I, last year. I remember distinctly being like, I'm gonna wait till I hear about this because. So often these games are bad. I it looks cool, and I and I was like, I'm gonna wait and see if anybody says it's good. Yeah, and I don't know that I heard anything about it after I, it came out. I watched a walkthrough, and it was okay, just fine. Yeah, the, the Singing City game seems cool because I heard it's that like one is like a detective more interesting. Yeah. procedural. Uh, the, was that Lovecraftian though? I thought that was more like just yeah, otherworldly. I, I, I mean, maybe I'm mistaken. It's Lovecraftian because they get into like here, start- here is the character that looks like one of the characters from. Call of Cthulhu from Lovecraft novels. Is the Sunken City the one that started off as a mod and then became a full game? I don't know, but they I, but they yeah. have like the like it's a first person shooter people and monkey yeah. people like down to like the weird yeah like there are other species, species that yeah. are ba- are townspeople mm-hmm. and I think the fish people are like the upper class uh, aristocracy in, yeah. in the town and you have to interview all these people and yeah it's something like that. Uh, I heard it's it's cool. I'm sure it's cool to like look at like that stuff. Oh, this is not the game I thought it was. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I hear like the detective stuff can be a bit flawed and the combat's not super great. Mm -hmm. But I thought the concept, I I mean, I just like detective procedural games, but I feel like games mess them up so easily for some reason. Yeah. I feel like LA Noir is like closest to the archetypical detective procedural I would want. Mm -hmm. But things like, uh, what was that DS1? There's there's Ghost Ghost Trick. trick. Yeah. Yeah. Phantom Detective. You know, Ultimately, uh, this is a weird thing to say, but I think Heavy Rain is probably still my favorite detective. Like, thing. I like Ellie. Wow! But the thing was, it's combat should almost not be a big part of detective stories. I feel like, like, I don't want to have a bunch of shootouts if I want to feel like a real hard world gop. I want to end up in a brawl that may or may not completely go my way. Like, mm-hmm. and Heavy Rain was not good gameplay necessarily uh, because the, the the mechanic is just a bunch of hot quick time events, but it does work to tell a good story. And the stressful moments in those did contribute to, man, I could just completely mess up this fight. And that feels cool. It makes me feel like I'm not just a guy who's going to end up going through a bunch of shootouts, getting a bunch of med packs or whatever. Like those mechanics don't necessarily line up with the way I want. Like if I want that, like real noir story, I want it to be mostly focused on story as opposed Mm -hmm. to action. Yeah. And that's a weird thing for games to try to, accomplish we're getting closer i mean i, I mean we we have we have i think now in the public mindset it has been ex- accepted and embedded that like a game doesn't have to be just hardcore action yeah right? so i think there's more of an opportunity for well i mean and we've that had kind of like, game to games where you could do passes runs forever like right th- th- but that was always more of a it was never built a around cute thing you could do yeah. as yeah. opposed to uh yeah there's that um black sad game 
I, I can't remember exactly what it is, but I think it's an adventure detective yeah. game like this. Oh, I mean, Wolf Among Us is really good. Wolf uh, Among Us is fantastic. I really like Wolf Among Us. Um, um, I would yeah. say, actually, between... Have you, have you ever played Indigo Prophecy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if Indigo's prophecy Indigo Prophecy's story was better done than Heavy Rain. Well, have you played to the end of Indigo Prophecy? Yeah, and it's weird. The, the Dragon Ball Z fight. It's weird, <laughs> but I also don't know if I hate it. I don't know either. It's, it's <laughs> tough because it wasn't the thing I. It's I, also I played, David Cage I, game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I played Heavy Rain first. AKA and then went Fahrenheit. Back. I. I now it's called both. Now it's called Indigo Prophecy Fahrenheit or whatever, yeah, yeah. or Fahrenheit and Indigo Prophecy. I just wasn't ready for the end of Indigo Prophecy. I don't think it was ready for the end of Indigo Prophecy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That yeah. game is so silly. Yeah. But, but you know what? Actually, all things considered, actually, Wolf Among Us would actually probably be my favorite investment. Wolf Among Us is really good. It's so fucking Big good. Big V Wolf was like Ugh, just perfect. So, oh, he was. And I, I love that kind of role playing where like you have a kind of a character that you your expectations kind of help inform your decisions. Like, okay, I know what kind of guy this is. And then you can play different flavors of him. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a very satisfying I like that thing. more than like, you know, Tabula Rasa, like blank slate. Yeah. Like, oh, I have to imbue all the character into this mm-hmm. and this person. And it's interesting because I normally, I think I, I think I, I came from a place that was like kind of against that. Like, I, mm. I, I feel like my initial thoughts of coming into like, rpgs and even thinking about game design was like i want you to be able to mold your character from like completely nothing Mm -hmm. but also having played divinity original sin 2 recently the cool element of there's like five characters you can choose six characters you can choose in that game um or i did not know i thought it was like create your own character you can do that really or you can play a character who has a special story and if you do that the only difference is that they interact with npcs differently and that they have a few quests that you wouldn't otherwise be able to do. Right. You oh. can either recruit them into your party or have somebody else play them. I was just um, very confused because they don't make that explicit. So like they I, do not. It's I, very. I picked uh, up weird. Divinity Original Sin two, and I was like, in the character creator, I was like, okay, so I just pick a pre-made character. I also yeah. did not know that at least at the start of the game, you only have a character. Yeah, very quickly it changes. Yeah, but but I was like, I thought I like made a posse can you make yourself and then recruit those extra characters as npc as computer pcs yeah it's like the pokemon yellow thing where it's like i'm gonna get pikachu and then i'm gonna get charmander and squirtle and bulbasaur they're just gonna give them i want that there's limitations though because there's six characters and you can land four people in your party so if you play just one then you can get three other play one like original character Mm -hmm. you can recruit three of them and you're still missing half of the extra content yeah their stories are really good yeah uh that said you can still manipulate the way they look and how they're built. Like oh. you're not playing like if you play the the lizard guy, you're not stuck playing a fighter. You can build him as a cleric, as a priest, as a magic user, as a druid. All these different things you can build him as. Um, really, the only thing that matters is that this guy was uh, he was once a prince of a great empire, and then he consorted with demons, and they exiled him, and now he's trying uh, to you know reclaim his throne. And and uh, like that's a really fun. That's epic a really story. interesting story. The only cost is that you have to be called the Red Prince. That is like your character's name if you play oh, that guy. That's and that's that that's fine. Yeah. Because uh, they voice it, which is nice. Like, that's cool. He does come with some more personality. He's going to be sassier. And so you you are stuck in playing my a party. sassy character. In my party. Done. Yeah. All that sass. Yeah. But all that sass inside my class. Anyways, the long point I was trying to make here was there is a lot of value in giving a player in, in a video game starting points on a character. And then saying, okay, now role play from here, as yeah. opposed to being, here's a blank slate. Yeah. Because you actually do end up 
you you end up owning the character anyhow. You're yeah. like, I didn't come up with the fact that the red the red prince is a sassy boy, but I feel like I own the fact that he's a sassy boy because as soon as you make a few choices for him, you might as well have been playing a character you created from nothing anyhow because you, right. you're like, oh, I'm, right. I'm with I, this character. I, I, am, I am attached to and it. I have investment. The same thing with Bigby Wolf or with right. uh, the characters in the uh, zombie, whatever those Walking, oh, Dead, Walking Dead games Dead. and yeah. Yeah. all the other Telltale games. So, because... Rip. It also, rip. Yeah. <laughs> rip. F. Because when, God, you, the when, ending. when you start from the perspective of like, it's a blank slate, it's also... A much difficult, much more difficult uh, uh, content development challenge. Like the possibility space is so much larger that like it it hits softer because like oh if if we have a pre made character like we can ensure that these choices are available like dialogue choices and they can possibly be voiced in whatever game we're making right. Whereas if we're making them be whatever they want, some the customiz- the customization is more difficult to like facilitate. Because I can go in so many other directions, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, which is like as as bad as people, as much as people like to poo poo the the dialogue system in Fallout Four. The fact that the character was given a voice, mm-hmm. I appreciated. I just wish it was the voice combined with how the dialogue system worked in the previous games. I I also think that they 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 came up with a flawed premise that, that you know whether you did you some people didn't care, some people did. You you started with a thing that felt so urgent, it should have dominated like everything you did, which was the fact that your baby right. Was but I mean, right. that's that's most modern Bethesda games, like the urgency in yeah. Skyrim, which is a problem. <laughs> the same as yeah, no, I, I I agree. I just I, I had already had that suspension of disbelief. Fair. It's like I guess I didn't feel bad wandering around in New Vegas or or Fall Three, and I don't remember the hook of Skyrim in the beginning. Like it's I guess, a dragon. Well, yeah, yeah but, but whatever. It, After that, it's like. Cool. Yeah, I survived yeah that like encounter. the stakes don't fall like immediately, like either like they don't come immediately. Like the dragon saves, quote unquote, saves you. Yeah, and then like and then you go around and wander a bit, and then stakes kind of slowly build up over time. It's not like right. start from like Th- that's yeah a that's timer. Saying, yeah, um, mm-hmm. but like the stakes of like the Civil War kind of work in pretty quickly, and like you can I I understand like there's a difference between like oh me being a part of this greater civil war or fighting these these dragons versus my son has been kidnapped like, yeah we have to go save him i understand that um i don't know i'm gonna apologize for fallout 4 till the day i die i guess okay and fallout 76 Ooh. I, oh boy they put, <laughs> they put a battle royale in 76 even i can't defend that <laughs> the, the other thing i but like, they said fuck yeah I hate it. They've th- they've also. I'm waiting for that Wastelanders DLC as well. This is just me That's jumping fair. on a bandwagon of like I've heard more. Here's more bad things I've heard about Fall 76. They said at the start that they were going to have like win more kind of purchases in there, and, and I don't hate uh, whatever. What is it called? Not DLC, but microtransactions. Like yeah. I think there's a place for them, and there's even a place for things like microtransactions that I don't like, like buying things that you can use in game or whatever. But they they said they weren't going to do things like you know you can you can repair your weapons or whatever with stuff. They added that in, and so now it, it did like in, in a game where you have PvP, it did matter that you could spend money and be more ready to, than other players. And I was like, yeah. man, what are you doing? But as just be yeah. yourselves, don't be every other corporation. The road the roadmap's weird. Well, it's well, really the, weird. The secret is they are every other corporation yeah. though. So, but but my expect but I have a, a nostalgic feeling sure. about them and. I feel betrayed because you just got to hold out for Starfield. Then I don't think I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I, I think I'm. I think I have done. Are you done? Them. 
Yeah. Oh. I'm also done supporting Blizzard. Wait, why? I, what did Blizzard do? Diablo Immortal. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say it was they put a barefoot well, guy in uh, Overwatch. I, I also... I don't know if you're anti-feet. I don't care about Overwatch that much. I think it's like good, but I don't care about it. But also Diablo Only 3 was a huge a story disappointment mode. to me. Also, StarCraft 2 was a huge disappointment to me. Mm, also, wow. most of the people that are... Like, most of the people that I loved in Blizzard, the lead game designers, mostly gone. Mostly. I don't know anyone outside of, like, Metzen. Uh, I don't know their names, but they've, oh. got, they've got destiny, I guess. but you know, they've left. Yes. Okay. Well, the lead designer for like Diablo two for Warcraft, for oh, World okay. of Warcraft. Well, yeah. I mean that, that, that was a while ago, but yeah, Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's like the, the blizzard that I cared about was from that era. Sure. And oh, it okay. took me a long time yeah. to realize, Oh, they're not really making games there for anymore. anymore. Yeah. So other games, guys, I played a lot of games first. Like what? <laughs> well, thanks for asking, Nelson. Let me tell you. You're welcome. Nelson, I played some Sunset Overdrive. <gasps> How is it? I don't like that game. What? Wait, actually, fair, in, fair, fair. Do you not like the game, but you like the presentation, or do you not like any of it? The style is fine. Like, sure. I, I like it is clunky, though. It's clunky. It's a clunky-ass game. I think the style just, like, spoke to me in such a, like, you've seen my character, right? Uh yeah, I think you said it's like me a, a woman. It's like a black woman with purple hair. This is Nelson's wearing, character forever now. Yeah, it is. It's a black woman with purple hair wearing. Too bad in this uh, game. Wow, wearing uh, a Hawaiian yeah. shirt, uh-huh. and like that's just that's well, that's like one me. of the three shirt options. Man. So, uh, it's a great shirt option. I do think the character creator is really good. It is. I like that they the you know kind of uh, uh um open like just made it generic. Yeah. Well, it, no. it has hype parabolic well so i didn't know it was i didn't know there was a character creator i thought you played oh, as really? the cover character yeah i would have hated the game if that were the case well i was like okay like the character like is smarmy and whatever but mm-hmm. like it seems like there's a story at least and he has some clever quips so like mm-hmm. maybe i'll like it mm-hmm. but then when i found out that uh you created your own character and all the characters kind of have these very uh, hyperbolic proportions. Yeah. And, like, you pick the buff one, and the buff yeah. one's like huge. It's like eight feet tall. It's absurd. Uh, and just like a, a neck and chin are just one thing. <laughs> one mass. Um, but it's like a landmass. Yeah. It's a walking yes, landmass. It's mass. a continent. Yeah. But when I, I was like, okay, like, we'll get that. Then so my character will be in the cutscenes and mm-hmm. say all the funny shit or whatever. But none of the audio syncs up well at all. Oh, you're having that problem. Yeah, it's well. Also, like, there's a part yeah. at the very beginning, so, like they do, they do like an intro tutorial mission when like everything's going to shit, and then mm-hmm. they do a flashback, which I think is really smart how they did that. I thought it was fine. I thought it was confusing. Sure. sure. Um, I wish they kind of just did it chronologically, but they there's a part where my character says, "Oh shit!" when like like the hordes of of mutants are like Mm -hmm. starting to to come out and Mm -hmm. run towards him but you don't hear him say it at all he just like mouths oh shit and i was like what is happening and then like all the other dialogue like is off by like a couple milliseconds like it just seems that adds character (laughs) yes he's ventrilo he's a ventriloquist but uh yeah i don't like that game (laughs) the game feels like it's a decade old it's about a decade. It feels old. like I'm like playing Crackdown one, but like not a good Crackdown one. Yeah, like there's floating icons all That's, over the map and shit. And yeah, I don't like it. No, I can completely understand. And the shooting doesn't feel shooting's weird. I think there's just so much like heart in the representation of that game. Sure, that I'm just like, oh man, I I I dig this. 
One thing that really bothers me, I hate that there's no sound on the menu. Like you pause it and just all the sound cuts out. Oh, really? that's like a yeah. It's weird. I hate it. There's not a. There's you not like, do, a, like like guitar like a, riffs and shit. Like that would because they have aesthetic. such a good. Their soundtrack is actually really solid. Like mm. I've listened to it on um, Spotify. Uh huh. For the, again, for the game that they set up, their soundtrack is really solid. So it's weird that they, like you said, don't have a guitar riff just going on. I thought they did, but maybe I like supplanted it in my mind. I think you did. Like maybe I'm just thinking the game's better than it actually is because I I think that's what you're thinking. That's okay because there's no way this game is better than Spider-Man. That's for goddamn sure. No, no, no. But if there were character created Spider, like if I could have made Spider-Man look however I wanted, then maybe. What's the man? A Spidey suit editor would be so be the fucking best. I want that. In have you guys played Marvel Spider-Man from start to finish? The 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 PS4. PS4, Yeah. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert, I guess, for the end of Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine? I know, it's it's really it's really depressing. Can you imagine playing Miles and then getting to make your suit? Oh, man. That'd be cool. That'd be fucking rad. It'd look better than the end of the Spider-Verse suit. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, what about... Wait, 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 wait. Hold no, on. that suit's fine. No, I actually I mean... really wish he kept the, the shoes on, though. Uh, oh, yeah. That I cool. just really wish he had kept the shoes a, on. It was silly, but kind of cool. Like, yeah. Didn't make sense with him having, like, no, you know, toes okay, or whatever. Right, I'm cutting off the spider stuff. <laughs> uh, well, hold on. I, you did just no, give no, me an no, idea. I'm getting you off. Oh, God. I got, I got to say it, Dylan. I got to say one thing. All right. Enter the Spider-Verse MMO where everyone creates their own custom Spider-Man and everyone swings around the city. Did you say oh. this to me before? I feel like... No. Is this no. Then you can decide like if this. your web shooters are organic, if you made them, <laughs> no, or if okay, they're No, okay. Now I'm really cutting it off. Nope. We're done. Um, <sighs> yeah, so I don't know. Sunset Overdrive. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sorry that you it. don't enjoy five it. out of seven. Perfect it score. Is, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> solid B plus. Uh, I played the... on Game Pass. Yeah, I got it's Game Pass. Great. Game Pass is such a good deal. Game Pass is absurdly good. How I, much is Game Pass? It's, well, right on the first month for PC, it's a dollar for the first month, and then it goes up to five dollars. But it's currently in beta, and I think like the final price after it comes out of beta is ten dollars a month. Um, but I played like. I played that. I played Metro Exodus. I played Hollow Knight. I played Void Bastards. Yeah, man. Uh, I downloaded vampires on there. I want to play Vampire. 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 It's got to be that, Vampire because that's the only way that feels right. I, yeah, and it doesn't have an E, so I don't know. Right. Um, vampire. Vampire. One of them vampires. I heard that blood. game was good. Actually, I don't. I well, don't, it's by the the. Don't uh, nod. Yes, it's the Life, the is, Life strange. is Strange studio. Um, they also oh. did Remember oh. Me. So this is actually a fat. It, it's Remember kind of a, a combination rough. of it's. It's kind of rough. It's a uh, vampire feels like a combination of Life is Strange and Remember Me because yeah. they have some of that combat. Um, but a lot of dialogue and, and but a lot and of dialogue and also like decisions. upgradable combat, which is kind of cool. Like you get immediately you get vampire powers, and it's like, do you want claws that will enhance your strength? Or do you want to shoot a blood arrow? Well, that's what Remember Me was all about, was the custom combos. Yeah. yeah. And like whatever combo, you, they were kind of like a card system, I think. Mm-hmm. And like however you strung the combo together, like rewarded you at the that's end exactly of the combo. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Blood arrow. I just think about like pouring blood out into the shape of an arrow and then stringing it onto a bow and how awkward that is. It's more like blood bending. You ever seen that? Avatar. You ever seen those? Mm-hmm. That's those, pretty cool. Uh, they give zoo lions giant blocks of frozen blood to keep cool during what? heat waves. So what now? Is that real? Yeah. Frozen blood? Gross. Why not just frozen it's like, it's like water? Because they like blood. They like blood. They're predators. They're they're carnivores. 
man. But Speaking it's like, of blood. It's like, it's like a five cubic foot mm-hmm. block of frozen it's blood. It's weird, man. It's weird. And the, and the lion's just like so resting its head on it. That's where yeah. all of our stem cell babies are going. To lions. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not touching that with a 10 foot blood arrow. Uh, I also... All right, so I played Metro Exodus. Did you play any Metro Exodus? I'm playing it. Yeah? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Do you have a dissenting opinion? No, I think Nelson and no, I have the same opinion. I don't think it's great. Really? I think Alex it's, really talked this game up. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty when no one's talking. Do you like cranking but, up guns? No. There's no, I there's don't no think wind that, but up But that's gun. not even in this one. That's oh, a really? fascinating thing. They, they, they took they, out the bullet economy. Yeah. Yeah. So there's Were you no not paying like, attention last episode, Joe. Oh, I, I, thought he, I thought he said there was, that was still in there, but I must no, he said he wasn't. Okay. No, um, it's anytime people are talking. Again, he was 100 percent right. The audio mixing is awful. Yeah, I like had to people crank talking, up the dialogue audio and it's turned down. I do that anyways in, in every game I play. So do I. Yeah, but like this one was extra it's bad. bad. But then like the the character animations while they're talking and while they're it's like. I can't believe you can't. If you're listening to this, you can't see me. The room can see me. It's like, I can't believe this is what's going on. And it's just like waving arms. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't. This also feels very old. It feels old. But like the lip syncing is terrible. It's it's awful. It's so (laughs) bad. It's jarringly bad. And there's just like bad, like, again, mocap acting on the woman. uh, I can't remember her name. Anna. Right. On Anna's part. The wife. When you. Again, I am only so far in it. I don't enjoy it. How far are you in it? Uh, there was a train, and then there was another train. Yes. And now there's only the one train. That part's fucking fantastic. That part's dope. I that love that part. Because you can do it without actually killing anybody. Yes. But also, the stealth is bad. The stealth, the stealth is bad. The stealth is boring. Why is... Mm. The stealth is like Wolfenstein it's so to fucking slow, dude. Level. It's so boring. slow. Like, like I got into the groove. Yeah. Like, but it, it did not feel as like active or as thoughtful as like Far Cry Three type. Yeah. What are your favorite stealth. stealth games though? Like, what's there's there's I feel like there's so few good stealth games. I Metal mean, that's, Gear that's Solid the, Three and Five. I said it. Five has like the best third person. Well, five actions. is like the best playing Metal Gear. Yes, it is the worst story, but it is the best playing. Um, Which also makes it the best Metal Gear because Metal Gear story is garbage. So <gasps> wow, wow. Anyways, go fuck yourself. Uh, I like in terms of stealth. I like Dishonored. I think Dishonored's fine. I'm Dishonored not, was I'm dope. Not, I'm not obsessed about Dishonored. Um, or I never like Splinter Cell in general. The Blacklist is great. Is it okay? I really enjoy Blacklist. It's much more active. If you like M- Mafia 3's stealth, mm. Blacklist is yeah, very similar okay. to that. Cool. So I like those. I like Far Cry Three. Has a very good stealth. Hitman. Uh, I've never played a Hitman game, so I can't speak to that. It's fun. Um, I like Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay. Okay, so like... That one was actually really fucking dope. And so... Hmm. So I've played Wolfenstein, which that studio went on to make the new Wolfenstein Oh, Tygon did? Well, so Tygon kind of dissolved, and a lot of the people from that studio... (laughs) That's right, Tygon, because... what is his name? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel like Tigers and Lions. He liked Tigers and Lions, and he saw himself as a as a mixture of races. So he identified with Tigons. He didn't call it a Liger. Liger. He Studios. did not. No, he saw. He thought Tigons were dope. I didn't know any of this. You just blown my mind. Yeah. Yeah. It was in like an interview. It was like, so why did you decide to start your own studio? Why is it called Tigons? Like, <laughs> well, I feel like I'm a. That's a bad Vin Diesel. He's gonna beat me up. Well, well, all you do is to, to save this is you just got to stop and say, how can I answer this question when you're so beautiful? I could do that. I could be like, it's about family. 
And Angel. That, that might do it. That might do it. So uh, I don't really like the Wolfenstein stealth. I think I think Far Cry Three is. Why is, would you stealth in Wolfenstein? You have guns. Because you have guns in Chronicles of Riddick. You have guns in Metro. Yeah, your guns are much more limited in Chronicles of Riddick, though. And so they are, and they are in Metro. But you, Metro stealth right. is bad. You, Metro you, stealth you is not great. Have to stealth through portions of Escape from Butcher Bay because you have sure. your resources are limited. Yeah, also, and also giant mixing. Can we and, talk about yeah. the fucking lighter and this fucking game? It's, we, it's gross. It's so fucking stupid. It's gross what too. You, what, what's your problem? It's obviously like a loading hiding mechanism right oh it's is like i didn't even think of that in my brain so there there are points like in metro light source? exodus no 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 no, no, no. no. you c- if you're in like a bunker in any underground environment there are cobwebs everywhere and it Fucking slows you down it, it like, with gross like, giant spiders on but them. like oh yeah and it crawls across like your vision i hate it, it. i hate me. it i thought I it was something it. i had to shoot yeah i did too but it's sl- it like takes you down to like 10 percent movement speed mm-hmm. and so you have to hold down lb and that brings up one inventory like radial yeah. system, and then you hit X, and that brings up the lighter, and then you hit X again to light the lighter. Yeah, you have to like hold it so you can. So on the keyboard, it's like L brings out the lighter, and it's just like okay, I'm I'm holding it, and then you hold L down to, or right to light or it the yeah. button and to light it, and then it just like holds up to it the burns the cobwebs. It's, it's the um, Deku tree in Ocarina of Time. Like you have to burn the cobwebs away so that you know what you don't this sounds like to me. Hurt. Immersion. I think you guys <laughs> no, it's fucking awful. awful. <laughs> because you, I like this is it the, slows you down, right? It slows you so down so much. So you burn the cobwebs to right. like okay, like and well, then like what, the spider like dies. Sure, or something. Like it. it all burns. It's just like a shader they put on everything. Yeah, it's bad. And so they, and so it's like okay, why don't I just run around this environment and burn everything? <laughs> Holding the lighter slows you down, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's so fucking stupid. It's bad. It's it's. So my biggest problem is that they put like four of them in front of me in one hallway. Yeah, I was like, but like is, spaced out far atrocious. enough that you can't just walk from one yeah. to the other. Like you let go of the lighter because it's like, oh, okay, I don't have to do this. And then you only realize you're in the cobweb when you're right and up in it. And the button combination. It, so I really like the Batman games, but the thing that frustrates me the most about the Batman games is that the combos, the button combos could be so uh, intricate and forgettable yeah. is that they know this. Yeah. So they have to prompt you every time like uh, one of yeah, those, yeah, yeah. this is what this thing does like every time you get caught in a cobweb you don't remember the last time you pulled the lighter out or what mm-hmm. you had to do to get it out so you know, have it just flashes hold down lb and then you hold down lb and then it says press x and then you pull the lighter out and they're like, all right yeah. i'll light the lighter every single time i hate it yeah and i and so even if that was immersion you'd be breaking it by giving these prompts and so in my mind i'm just like well this is slowing me down in a, like a ridiculous rate this has to be them hiding loading for the next room that would be so devious i didn't even because think like you you when you walk when you walk through a door you walk through it it does an animation and then it closes the door and you can't you usually can't walk back out of it and i think that's doing the same thing where it's like okay cool that room is closed off now hmm. but smart. i could be wrong because there's a couple of things like that would be so smart if it didn't piss me off that and then there's also more loading later on so it's just like this isn't i haven't hit a lot of loading but it's mostly between the... It's when RTM is, like, yeah, narrating. Yeah. So, like, the overarching plot is really interesting and kind of gripping. And then the moment-to-moment stuff is just kind of bad. There's a part where I was just like, why are you... Like, why is he part of this? Like, the dad or whatever? Anna's dad? Well, because he's the colonel. He's the commander. I was just like, this is dumb. Yeah, I mean, like... And I felt bad that I thought that way. Because oh. I was just like, eh. This, this seems... I feel I feel I'm gonna feel bad for what I'm about to say. It felt like it became every other post apocalyptic story. Mm. 
and at that point i was just like well okay well it's funny because to me it felt like oh like this feels like metro metro like desperately wants to be fallout but like can't nail the beats like it can't nail yeah the stuff that needs to make it a a more than passable game mm-hmm. like it wants so like so how much farther so you did the train thing i did and then, the train thing and, then, and then i was just like this is not great so there's a part and then i looked at the map and then hit yeah. alt f4 yeah <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even kidding i was like i'm tired done uh the first the first thing you do after that is this this uh environment in uh like this kind of like marshland where okay. there's like a blockade on the train track so you have to stop the tracks for like some repairs and you leave the train and it's kind of like you know a a open area that's like i don't know like a one square kilometer large or sure. something like that sure the first thing you do is that you see like a church out in the distance that uh, you're asked to investigate. Mm-hmm. And so you and your and your wife, Anna, go mm-hmm. and investigate it. And so it prompts you to like leave the train. And it almost hints at the idea that, okay, we are now in an open world environment. Feel free to explore. And yeah. I'm like, okay. But Anna has dialogue prompts that railroad you. Because if you stray too far from Anna, she goes, come on, Artyom. Like, we have to go this way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like okay, I guess we have to mainline whatever we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. But then I got confused in that encounter, in that environment, and I looked up a, a video to explain it to me. And this guy spent like the first 15, 20 minutes of the video just like trampsing around the entire environment and I just was ignoring in, just the like, you know, opening up safes and finding yeah. loot caches everywhere. Seriously? Yeah. And I was huh. like, what the fuck? Like, why would the game be like prompt you with things to make you feel like you have to do this encounter first? Right. If like, like why couldn't Anna just been sorry, God? Well, no, you're right. Yeah, like, like why? Like, I feel like this game, uh, this game like values immersion a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is it doesn't do it well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe the previous Metro games did it better because the previous Metro games are more linear. But because we have these open environments, like it doesn't want to be like, so there's like no prompts on the screen, right? Because it's very proud of it's like, oh, you look at your wrist to see like your oxygen gauge and all that in your Geiger counter. Um, So they don't want to put like, oh, a question mark or a exclamation point above a quest giver's head because they don't want to have quests. They want to like, they want to railroad you still and then feel like you can openly like explore stuff if you want to. Mm -hmm. But the problem is I don't do that because I feel like the systems in place don't make me feel like I I'm allowed to do that. Right. Also, they lampshade Anna as like your sniper <laughs> so oh, badly. Yeah. She disappears every time you go out with her. And it's just like, I'll give you cover. Yeah. Like, like when you're in like the train depot. Yeah. Like she like yeah. climbs up a ceiling or climbs she, up onto a roof and she's like, all right, I'll keep eyes on you here. And you can hear her like you walk around this entire outdoor environment and then you go inside and you can still hear her, but there is no like sight line of like oh okay anna is now in this environment she is she is a ghost and then she shows up and it's just like like when you save what's his face uh and at the train depot yeah 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 and then she just shows up out of nowhere i'm like what the fuck is yeah, like happening? Where, where the fuck were you and i legitimately forgot who she was <laughs> i'm not even kidding i seriously forgot that was his wife also it there's just like why did you there's weird stuff where it's just like why are you high-fiving like why is that not like a touch on the shoulder of like we did it or something like that 
Which again is like mocap acting. Oh, also about the audio mixing. Yeah. When you're in the bar at the beginning, like after you come back downstairs, you like open door and everyone is talking over one it's another. It's fucking awful. It's terrible. It's really bad. Because they're all talking like... like and the subtitles to, are showing everything. Yeah. And they're just just like rapid fire, like pat, pat, pat. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even read them fast enough before mm-hmm. they disappear. But it's like your entire like squadron or platoon and they're all talking to you. But like you're supposed to be focusing on like one dude. Yeah. But like it's he is being like overridden by everyone else talking. It's terrible. <sighs> Dolby Atmos does not help. I learned that. Yeah. 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 Because I have the like Windows spatial sound, mm-hmm. whatever. And it's All just like around you. And it's not good. 6.8 user score on Metacritic for this game. Wow. What is what is the critical? 82. Higher. 82. Yeah. Well, Alex, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, if you're Alex, please skip to this point in the conversation. <laughs> skip to the time frame. Pulling up the transcript. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who transcribed these? I don't transcribe these. <laughs> I played the first one for like an hour or two, mm-hmm. and I couldn't remember why I stopped. And now I remember spooky. why I stopped. Oh, was it stuff like this? It was just like, this doesn't feel this like nothing is pushing me forward. Yeah, I think there's like... This game has what I think a lot of people were referring to affectionately as jank. And I don't think, I think this goes beyond that. I think this, this right. crosses over from it, jank. And it does, it does have else. that Bethesda jank sometimes. Yeah. Like sometimes people like walk forward and then go into like an idle pose, and which then is like, fine. And then like snap but that's not, a foot. Like, yeah, they, they clip stuff like that's fine, but there's not like a Bethesda game wrapped around it. Right. Yeah. It's not like Bethesda quality writing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, whatever. I don't feel like having the <laughs> we'll Bethesda be argument right well, now. Well, all right, all right. I'll, I, I won't. I won't say that Bethesda's writing has never been the strongest part of Bethesda. I won't say that. Uh, <laughs> what else? What else have you been playing? Uh, I played some uh, Void Bastards. It that game's really good. It looks good. That game looks. It hasn't clicked with me yet. Phenomenal. I'm enjoying it, but as I haven't like gotten to like the addictive part of the loop. Yeah, maybe it's just because the loop's so long. I think the loop's really long, and I usually make it like a. Mm, I'll go do a a stop yeah. on the path, and then that's that's it. Have you played this game, Joe? Void Bastards. No, but I, I I've heard about it a lot from Alex. You can get so it for a dollar. You can get it for a dollar. I don't know if we actually Plus all these s- other great games we just described, <laughs> like Vampire and not Metro Exodus um, or Sunset Overdrive or Sunset Overdrive. The, the only like I, I play games very slowly, and so my biggest like Same. hold up on like uh, rental services like. I would feel pressured to play games faster so that I get my money's worth. Sure. Uh, and obviously one $5. It's not that big a deal. I but mean, this thing is going to be worth it come October when Outer Worlds is going to be released yeah. on this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, fuck that, yeah. Honestly, though, yeah. like one to $5, that's actually like the, I was expecting them to stay around like the PlayStation Now established price for a while, which was like, I think like 20, 20 or $30. It was 20 like, a month and then more for each game. Yeah. And that was like, oh, I, it was a bummer. It's not even more like I want. I want that service for my PlayStation, but not at that price. Wait, that's how much? Wait, so PlayStation? I, I thought now, we were talking about PS Plus at first. Wait, no, no, no. So now. PlayStation Now was twenty dollars a month to for get access the, to the service, and then depending on the amount of time you wanted to rent it for, it was a different amount. But that's not what it is now. Now it's just a flat mm, rental. I don't know. I don't I think know it is because I remember true. that being the issue. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure now Good? it's just a flat rental. But also, it's just now. That's it. I, I, I mean, I mean I could, that's I could, the only way you can play yeah. MGS4 on a modern console. Like that. That being said, that means I could do away with my PS3 if I wanted to because I still right. have it and I sure. don't need it. Um, I'm looking it up just to be sure. Cool. Uh, 
But the thing about Xbox Games Pass that I really like is if you wanted to do this $1 per month and then I, what, it's like 15 every month after that. Five. Five. Oh, fucking amazing. Yes? So PlayStation Now for one month is still $20 a month, but you can get it for 12 months for 100 bucks, which isn't the worst. Uh, but then are the games individually priced? if it says anything deeper in also here. that landing page for playstation now isn't playstation's great. website is awful as a whole also i couldn't log into steam this morning weird it kept giving me my authentication code oh just weird. kept giving me ones huh. but it wouldn't log me in i'll log out of your account on my pc i don't actually have yeah um but i had so, to pause because i do give that it wasn't out yeah. a lot <laughs> did i give it to you no um but so for one to five dollars a month you're getting access to all of these games that you could easily say like, all right, because this is what I do a lot. I have the game that I want to play that's like big and bombastic. So if it's right now, I'm trying to make it Deus Ex Mankind Divided because I like I want this game with like dope graphics and everything. I just want the the spectacle game. That's the second one, right? Yeah, that's the second okay. one. Um, But then I'm playing Void Bastards as my like, oh, I'm going to like have a chill night. Yeah. Or I can play like my dumb game that I'm going to play with Mike, which is like Gears of War 5. And then I can just play Forza Horizon 4 as I just want to turn my brain off and play a game. How is Forza? It's pretty. It's fucking pretty. Feels great. Pretty stupid. Wow. Wow. Um, so the fact that you can have all of those... The variety of game choices mm-hmm. means that each of those games has like five to ten games each and for a, one to five dollars a month is great. And there's a lot of good like indie games on there that there's I a lot keep of good indie games. wanting to play and have like Wander Songs on there. And so yeah. I installed that and Where the Water Tastes Like Wines on there. Installed that. Hollow mm-hmm. Knight. Mm-hmm. Um I assume all the upcoming idea at Xbox games are gonna be I think on there, so. like Spirit Fair and yeah. shit like that. And and the, another big thing about that is I don't know that I was would have spent twenty to forty dollars on Vampire. I I could pr- again I love Life is Strange. Yeah. I thought Remember Me wasn't that great. So knowing that for me, Don't Not is hit or miss. Like I I, I am big on demos. I, I am think, too. I think demos are incredibly important for the consumer. Yeah. Um. So having something like this where it's just like the demo is the whole game. And you just have uh, one to five dollars a month for unlimited demos or full games. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it's really, really good to me from that perspective. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I just wanted to confirm because I did look it up. Thank you. you. When you pay the subscription fee, that is all you have to pay. Okay. Cool. So ninety nine dollars for a year. That is PlayStation Now. That's, all right. I yeah, will be arm. checking out what's available on PS Now. Then. And I think the first month's free. There's a lot or of good old games on there. First like fourteen days are free. PS3 catalog. Gog. Of. <laughs> Go all oh. games, yeah. Go all oh. games, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sensible chocolate. A lot of fascism on there. Oh, go all games. Uh, <laughs> what? A lot of transphobic Look, Twitter accounts on there. You're gonna have to go through some bad things to get to our cyberpunk future. And mm. no. no, no, I don't. No, I don't. But uh, man, well, what? I mean, I have a. Why can't CD Projekt Red just make a game where I can play as? A person with boobs and a giant dick in my cyberpunk future, and not feel weird about Isn't it. Isn't that what they're doing, though? I mean, like I don't know about the dick side. So that they did, they did. It was post. It was the, the, the same. Conference. It was the same thing 
the same commentary about uh Which Sigma you all was, were on the post E3 podcast because we literally talked about yeah, it then. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, but I, I'm trying to confirm now. You can, as a they result said, of the controversy. Can, they said that they are putting in a, a transgender character creator but have not clarified what that means. Okay, okay, okay. I that, say that, just, I just make your base model and then, and then from there you can... Edit whatever you I, so please. I think the the oh, Conan Exiles and Cyberpunk. I said it before, but I'll say it again. The Soul Series has the answer: gender slider, and you make your character look however you want. That's true. So yeah, I feel like like least effort thing that they that they may. I'm like fifty fifty percent sure they might do is just like oh, it's pronoun choice. Yeah, and then or they could just do the um, Saints Row thing and like not. Oh no, they probably will do pronoun choice because well, they'd have to like, for dialogue purposes. I would think. Yeah, well. You can get around it, I guess. Well, you they, could always you say the, hero. the chosen one, yeah, yeah. The hero. yeah. or or V, because like if you're Shepherd. So in in oh, that MTV that is series, the character's name, is yeah. It? So in the MTV series, Are You the One? It's it's all about uh like any anybody on the gender spectrum could date anybody on the gender spectrum, and there's this one person named Basit whose pronouns are Basit, like they they okay. like it's either Basit or they. It's never he she, but it's just like no, you will call me Basit because that's that's what my pronouns are and that's fine and so it's really and so i could see them doing that for v or because they did that sort of in saints row with boss got it yeah got it got it got it yeah yeah shepherd 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 Shepherd. rex (laughs) uh what a uh, classic what a good classic um fuck mass effect was so good i have special eyes Remember Martin. that scene in Mass Effect? Yeah. <laughs> I do. He uh, goes up against the Reapers and he goes, I have specialized oh, and God. destroys all the Reapers. God. Speaking of demos. Yeah. Cades of Hyrule has a demo. Does it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It came out like a week ago. Oh. That I will download fucking that. hard. Yeah. That game's I, hard, dude. I picked up the first one, actually. Uh, the, the, Dancer. That's the, the one I was playing. Answer, yeah. yeah. And, oh, I don't it's know. It's fucking it's hard. It's cool, but it's hard. Yeah. yeah. I died to like Dark Nuts on multiple times i'm like you know what i don't know if i need like i think i got my fill like yeah. i have done this one screen five times now yeah and and like i thought my hard the hard part for me was gonna be the rhythm mm-hmm. but like i was fine with it like i'll miss some beats and stuff sure but like i don't feel like i'm like incapable of like having rhythm does the game kind of teach you at all the first one does not the first one just it doesn't like, it, it, yeah it, oh sorry does cadence if i will teach you not really. I mean, okay. like it, 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 like explains like, hey, here's the metronome, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, in everything is everything has a pattern. You have to study the pattern. Blah 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 blah. But it's very vague. It's like yeah. enemies have a pattern, and it's up to you yeah. to like understand what it is. I mean, it's yeah. a roguelike, so like it's yeah. I I didn't play enough loops of it probably to really give it a fair shake. But I was like, I I, I beat the first area, and I was like, okay, cool. I, I'm starting to get it. And then the next area was like so oppressive. I was like, oh. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's fair. That's it's fair. yeah. It's it's not the kind of roguelike I feel like I want to keep coming back to, because it's so challenging. Yeah, I, I expected the second one to be more polished though. From from it's the, pretty polished. It looks nice. Yeah. yeah well, I, 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 I mean, even in like the gameplay, like oh, like, oh. I guess ramp up is. I was, I was hoping it would you would say that it would be more polished, huh. but hmm. also like, it's good though, right? Yeah, really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's fine. It's funny how like on the title screen, like the title screen itself feels like an ad for Necrodancer because it says Canes of Hyrule and then it says Crypt of the Necrodancer starring 
Legend of Zelda. <laughs> like it almost treats this game as like some sort of like weird like mod or DLC. Yeah. Or... The thing I I feel like, and I I've, I've talked about this all last week. I, I just want more. I just want the Zelda IP to be just given to like so many different developers. Right. Yeah. I want Fire Emblem Zelda. I want Mass Effect Zelda. I want Diablo Immortal Zelda. Yeah. I want I want all these Zelda. I want I want every game to be the remade Zelda in the Zelda universe. Mm-hmm, the Zelda. Mm-hmm, I. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a game that would be bad with a Zelda skin. A kart racer. No. I, no. I mean that, Mario Kart. <laughs> Mario Kart has Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. Um, the master. The master cycle is the fucking basketball? greatest. Yeah, it would be fun with Zelda. Mm. I mean, not that there's any fun basketball games, but I feel like it'd be wasted on basketball. <laughs> Pro wrestling with a Zelda skin. Ooh, yeah, Gorons. Yeah. Mm. Is there a sumo wrestling game, like specifically sumo? Nah, mm, there I'm, probably I'm is. I'm sure there is, but it's probably like old Street arcade. Street Fighter 2 featuring like, E-Honda. Yeah, it's definitely an older arcade game. Or NES or something. E-Honda, mm. welcome to Street Fighter 5. Apparently, that was... Sure. That didn't... I'm just mad about Poison's hair. I th- yeah, I go back and forth on it. It's not my favorite, but... Yeah. She do what she do. I fucking love Poison. Poison is one of my Poison and Jerry are my two favorite newer Street Fighter mm-hmm. editions. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry she's Han. The one, Jerry Han. She's the one in all purple in Street Fighter Five. She's got like a bodysuit. She's got um, uh, mm. her hair is in like weird pigtails. Sometimes she has an eye patch. Sometimes she has an eye okay. patch. I think in five. I don't pay attention to Street Fighter a lot. That's fine. The character designs are dope. I installed uh, Street Fighter Four just to play as Poison because I didn't want to buy her on. Yeah, I don't like the hair. That is weird hair. It's weird because like her long you know, hair like, looks so good. Hair? It looks like a clown no, wig. No, her long hair looks so good and this is just... It looks this, like a clown wig. Have you seen Akuma in Street Fighter Five? I haven't. So they ruined... I think they ruined Akuma because of his hair as well in this game because it's just... He looks like a lion. Are you saying that hair makes or breaks a character? No, but I'm saying it dumb hair absolutely could. Joe. Yeah. Oh, weird. Akuma does also... He looks like he does look like a lion boy. It's fucking weird. His theme song should be the Little Lion Man from <laughs> System Over to Sons. I'd be okay. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You're not as brave as you were at the start. That's is that a pirate singing? Yeah, this is my Mumford and Sons voice. Ah. And I've also been playing a lot of Brawl Stars. Still, sure. Brawl Stars continues to be very good. I feel like you've explained this game to me once before. I've already forgotten what it is. Just download it. At this point, I just expect that you're going to every episode say, I've been playing Brawl Stars. <laughs> yes. Fair. Fact. Fair. Nelson, so you been playing anything else? Do you want to talk about? Um, I'm really mad about Deus Ex Mankind Divided on PC having a weird hitching problem. I can't look all the way from right to left like in, a, in 360 degrees without it just hitching. Weird. I'll be in an elevator where there's nothing else around me and doing that and it won't work. So luckily I have it because of PlayStation Plus. So I'm going to see if it has that problem on PS Plus on yeah, PS4. You know, PS4. I think it I think it might have that problem because I looked it up. I haven't played a Deus Ex game since Deus Ex. Oh yeah. How are they? Um, <laughs> well, I played 1 hour of Human, Human Revolution and, and I was like not this, great. This game does not look great. It doesn't. It didn't. <laughs> to be fair, Deus Ex the new one looks, looks really bad now too. But it's still a right, great game. But like when it came out, people were like, "This game looks amazing." And then yeah. I played. It, I was like, "Yeah, the new one looks pretty great." Game doesn't look terribly great. Yeah. Um. But I'm also playing, mm-hmm. and I will talk about it more next time because I will have finished it. Mm-hmm. Oxenfree. Oh fuck yeah! 
Oxen Free is great. Oxen Free is so good. I'm really for... mad that I didn't play it before. Is that did you play it on X Game Pass? Uh, no, I have it on. I already had it on Steam. Also, it was free on Epic, I think. Yeah, weird. I can't it's keep, like on everything. I can't keep track of everything I have free on Epic now. Yeah, it's weird. Like, Mutant Year Zero is now free on Epic, and that game came out this year, and people or end of last year. It's a really good game. People really like it. I kind of want to check it out. Huh. Also, Alan Wake was free, so I was like, fuck Alan yeah. Alan Wake is I'll, fucking I like, amazing. I like Alan Wake. Um, but yeah, I'll talk about that more next time because I will have finished it. Am I excited for After Party? Is that what you're going to say? Yes. Fuck yes. It's very cool. Did you play the demo? I didn't because I didn't want to mess myself up in being in a loud environment and trying to play After Party. They gave you they gave you headphones. Yeah, but you can only do I so played much. it at GDC, so it wasn't as loud. But yeah, yeah. Pax was pretty loud. Pax was pretty loud. I've been playing uh, a new game. I thought you said you days. haven't played any games. I just realized I did. Oh, okay. But it was in a, it was in a, it's a game I've played before, but I don't think I've ever talked about on here. What is it? It's uh, Magic Arena, MTG mm-hmm. Arena. Mm-hmm. The, they have an app. Oh. It's been pretty big. Uh, is that? That's playable on mobile, right? It's not. And I thought it was. Okay. Like, I even told someone. I was talking to somebody about it. I was like, oh, yeah, man, you can play it on your phone. And I was just like so sure that was true. No. It why is the Why? It seems crazy to me, but Wizards of the Coast is a lot like Nintendo, where they never seem to make obvious choices. Hmm. Um, and, and I They're mean, like fucking throwing money hand over fist at Penny Arcade, though, for God knows why. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, Penny Arcade. Yeah, Penny Arcade has a following. I'm sure they. I'm sure. Yeah, they I know. Have it's four just, expos. It's just. Yeah. The thing is, like Nintendo, Five. you are confused oh, yeah. by their choices, and yet they end up very successful most of the time. Like, and I mean. Magic is a paper card game that it's still going strong, which is wild. Yeah, uh, it's it's Arena is nice because it is like the least time consuming version of it, and you can play a lot for no- nothing. You can you can get a lot of cards for nothing, which is nice. You know, it's uh, you expect it out of card games these days, but Magic has a paper version that they want you to probably pay for as well. And mm-hmm. so, uh, but it's a really like. It's weird how much Hearthstone is, is, has like just affected every card game that exists. A hundred percent. With like like the but the, like they have a mobile version. So like why doesn't why doesn't every other TCG have a mobile uh, version? Maybe they're working on it. And you, you, I, I, I guess that would make sense. They must be. I mean, I guess it wasn't that long ago that it like officially really. I think it was earlier this year that Arena yeah, came out of beta. Yeah, it's just it's weird to but, me that like you wouldn't have a simul launch on mm-hmm. mobile I mean, and desktop. Artifact, which obviously flopped pretty hard was also planning on doing their mobile release like a year or a year and a half later um, when they assumed they were going to still be around. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, that said, I had Hearthstone on mobile and I almost always prefer to play it on PC. But then again, mm. I'm the kind of person who doesn't agree. Like, obviously the mobile market is insane and I'm just the one person who like can't enjoy games on my phone very much or one of that crowd. Well, you should check out Brawl Stars. <laughs> Apparently, I, I did download a game last time we had a podcast that that he had mentioned, and uh, I haven't played it he yet. He being Nelson, AFK Heroes. That's right, Teppin. Right. Oh, Teppin. Oh, Yo, actually, sorry, I've been playing Teppin. Teppin <laughs> is pretty. Teppin is pretty. Teppin is very pretty. Just pretty. It's just pretty. It's, it's a card not, battler, It's not that. It's right? not that great of a game. It's card battler. It's card battler. Okay. You like cards though? Yeah, cards are cool. Which is why I've been playing Magic Arena. I, I mean, uh, is it different from regular? No, no. It, is, it is Magic the Gathering. Okay, and and it's like, but with digital cards. Yes. No, I got that. But there was also a regular Magic the Gathering 
mobile or there, there's a there's, separate so digital there's, card there's, game. Yeah. Right? So the problem with that was like it was a very old interface and like it doesn't look pretty, but it has like all these cards from the history of Magic in it, and it's been around since like the early 2000s. Uh-huh. But it doesn't have cards smashing into each other on the on the interface. You know, yeah. it doesn't have polish. It doesn't have flair. And so they made a decision of like, look, we're gonna try again. We're gonna make another one. That's still running. That thing. Yeah. It, That's why I was confused because I was looking at like um, the digital Magic Gathering game. But and I was like, the, but Arena is just the like really pretty version of it that that it focuses it, it started at a point when it's like okay here's the cards that are out now in magic the gathering like the current like the current rule set of magic includes these cards the standard rule set um and we're going to start here and update from here and they're so they're not adding the backlog on of Got all it. these ancient cards uh which is it 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 means that if you're a player of magic who is like i'm into modern and legacy formats that include a whole bunch of the history of magic well you're probably not gonna like this as much but it is like and and there there's so much complexity in magic that Hearthstone had the advantage of designing around. Like Hearthstone was like, okay, we we know you couldn't do things in magic that are very easily like having responses. Like if on another player's turn, you can like interrupt them with like cards from your hand, or you have all these like stacks of yeah, events. Yeah, activated like, my trap card. Dot JPEG. I mean, nice, yes, nice, like nice. there's there's but there's like so many layers of that, and it's very quick. Magic very quickly hits those layers, but it's very clunky for a digital interface to pass off those kind of handlings. Hearthstone specifically designed a simpler game to make it work in a digital format so you can pass off you're not face to face with the person you can't talk it out and play quickly um somehow magic arena has made those things flow really really quickly you can even like so if you have a card in your hand like a counter spell it'll like pause and give you permission to like be like okay i want to i want to counter that if you don't have a counter spell in hand you can still press the control button on your keyboard and it'll fake as if you're holding priority to be like oh wait i need to say i'm not going to counter the spell so uh, the other player will think that you have a counter spell in hand or will think that you have something that you can do at instant oh, speed that's so, cool. so is like mind games a big you part can, of, yeah, of well, magic I mean, the gathering that's mind really games are a big part of card games in general right? sure but i mean so, less so i mean it's, but but like you can't do that kind of stuff in hearthstone right you there's cannot, no like no. but control there's no turn, the the once your turn is over you, right. it's the other player and that's yeah. true of i think most digital well, like games. in quint uh, but magic doesn't have the, magic you. could either design a magic light game that that take the come you know clunks down a bunch of the rules or it could try to adapt it and the thing that is the most impressive about magic uh, arena is that it is the most efficient magic the gathering way like way you can play magic the gathering it doesn't necessarily beat like having cards in hand and flicking cards while your opponent is making decisions for an hour but man tell you what card games Card games, yeah. Card games. Card games. Card I've been games playing. Changed. I've been playing card game. <gasps> uh, I've been playing Dicey Dungeons. Dicey Dungeons. Yeah. Dicey Dungeons is pretty good. Dicey Dungeons is pretty have good. You played it, Joe? Mm. Um, Tell me about it. Uh, Tell by- Joe about it. Joe, have you heard of Terry Cavanaugh? He made Super Hexagon. Oh, okay. And VVV, VVV. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he made a new deck building game that's been in uh, early access for a while called Dicey Dungeons. And you play as a uh, pre made class. And the class person is turned into a, a anthropomorphic die yeah. and traverses a dungeon. Um, and so it's like kind of like a grid layout and you encounter treasure and monsters and stuff. But and then you there's oh, a man. there's a battle component and the battle component works out. You have a um, I can tell this was made by the guy who made VVV. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you're looking at the old sprite work or the new sprite mm, work. Uh, oh, maybe I am looking at old yeah. sprite work. Marlo, very... Marlo has Marlo Adobe did the art and she has her own art style and looks fantastic. Um, well, it looks like there's like 
there's like art that you would see in like a dialogue sequence, and then there's like sprite looking art that's like for the map and stuff. If Maybe? it's if it um, if it's eight bit esque at all, yeah, that's old shit. Oh, okay, um, it's that old shit. Uh, Terry specifically wanted to find an artist that like didn't have his style because he didn't want this to like. I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Now I have to see the old style. Um, and you both have to look like your mic. Oh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, but so basically, like when you do an encounter, you have a grid of of cards that you can slot dice into. So every card has like an ability. So like this card is like, oh, um you know, attack for whatever dice you slot into it, mm-hmm. right? Or some other ones have an ability. It's like, oh, this this ability can only be activated if you put in... Uh, like two, a seven. Or two of a kind. Yeah, that's um, right. There are, yeah, there are countdown ones where it's like, oh, it requires 10 points, basically, and you have to keep slotting dice in until you mm-hmm. get it. Um, and it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of, like, good, like, easy min-maxing going on. I think Austin Walker over at Waypoint wrote about it and he said it's it's the best like stealth deck builder game because it doesn't like introduce itself That's a good way to put that as a de- as a deck builder it just yeah. kind of like gets you like used to the motions of like mm. deck building games um it's not as aggressive as like slay the spire or steam world quest or games like that okay cool i'm um, going to play steam world quest though i hear great things i haven't played any of them though so i, I don't know either. if i would be lacking yeah, investment either. in it or i'm not sure I mean, I don't know if there's like you have to be invested in the world to like enjoy any of them because there's SteamWorld Dig, SteamWorld Dig 2, SteamWorld Heist, and then SteamWorld Quest. Um, But yeah, Dicey Dungeons is really good. Uh, I got a code for it, I think, at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. And so I've been like periodically like checking in and I was like, all right, it's about to come out. I'm going to do like my for real like play it once because like it was all over like they were going to have like a mission system and like you could iterate through it and whatever and i so i started to to play it and be like all right this is going to be like my my official save um and i played it like a week or two ago and it came out beginning of this week mm-hmm. um or beginning of last week and uh so i played right before it came out and then when it came out it was 1.0 and it wiped everything <laughs> oh really <laughs> so i was like i went to like boot it up after it had officially released and i was like where's where's my progress i only played like one sure loop, loop. through but i was like oh like okay they it's were out now they were ditching all that stuff got it got um, it but it's a lot of fun i really enjoy like mixing and matching and you can like run into anvils in the in the ditch and every every dungeon has like four floors mm-hmm. or five floors and the fifth floor is a boss yeah. um it's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun when I played it at PAX East. Yeah. Um, and just like being able to play a loop of a floor in like five minutes was just like, oh, this is really this is really neat. And mm-hmm. it's got that really fantastic art style. Um, I think the balance is a lot better now because oh, when I played it? it like back at the beginning of the year, uh-huh. I was just getting my ass handed to me. Nice. Um, but now it's that, like... It, sorry, nice. N- that the balance. Nice. 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 Yeah. Well, your like ass, it. sir. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Um, but I would recommend people checking it out. It's yeah, really cool. definitely. It's really cool. Really cool. If you like dick builders, Joe. I do. If you like dick builders, Joe. I, I, then oh. play Cyberpunk 2077. God damn it. <laughs> or Conan Exiles, in which you Honestly, can legitimately yes. construct your dick. I And I did. And I was like, that's fun. What size and did then you I uninstalled uh, the largest size you could possibly go with. Because his, I think his character was just a, a full size. It was just it's a penis. Just a, it's a full peen. So it's, it's just a it's, Jeff Bezos just walking around. Um, wow. I personally think that if a game uh, objectifies a woman, you should also let that game objectify the men just as much. So I 
like going for the like the character creator of just like all right cool here's a dude's dick just out mm-hmm. look at it it I, I think it actually does have an interesting effect because even even when a woman's like covered up but like mm-hmm. only just barely like mm-hmm. you got like here's your fantasy fantasy character creator and it's like the tightest bikini and the right. and this, the narrowest yeah it's like, absurd it's 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 like it's a it's absurd they might it's as enjoyable well be because it is absurdist yeah yeah well, I mean, they might as well be naked, but if you do it the same with the guys, then yeah, yeah. It's like, or even if it's just like a, a dude with a huge bulge and it's mm-hmm. just like the bulge is staring you in the face. It's mm-hmm. like, there we go. Equal opportunity. Uh, what's the word? Objectification. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. and that's, that's why I liked, I will, I will give uh, Ninja Theory a lot of credit on DMC Devil May Cry. That's why I really liked the opening because it was like, yo, Dante's just naked and we're going to like have him be naked in this scene and it's, it's j- it's as much for the people watching it and being like, yo, damn, Dante. And like Wait, people is it Dante be- or Nero? Dante is in DMC Devil May Cry. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, okay. yeah. Right, right, right. Sorry, sorry. But sorry. then he's also what Nero looks like in the new game. Got um it. so yeah, he's like naked in that. And then it's also f- it's like fun and also look at this dude's ass at the same time. And I'm just like, I would like more of that in my video games. More ass? More yeah. I mean I'm I know what my brand is, and the brand is wrong. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on to news, unless anyone else has any other games. Now we're out of So, ass. more about mm. butts, anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. There's so, so many. Welcome g- to my new podcast, Butt Stuff. <laughs> I haven't I, heard no, much but of it, it should be like butt stuff. Like, mm, B-U-T, like B-U-T-T, comma, stuff. Or just B-U-T, comma, stuff. I could see that, actually, too. Yeah. I haven't heard much in the news lately, Dylan. Has there been anything in the news? There's been some random shit. I kind of have a, a cavalcade of, of random topics. Um, I I read this a little while ago. I unfortunately don't remember much of it, but um, a Ben over at the Ooblets team kind of uh, responded to all the oh, harassment. The controversy? Yeah, all the harassment that they were getting and just talking about like, you know, we don't feel any differently about like what we wrote, but like we had a lot of like bad faith people come in and harass us and send us death threats and he just has like um a lot of uh, a, oh, lot, he, a lot of receipts oh uh, he posts those death threat like yeah like a mm. lot honestly like a lot. good yeah i mean it's 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 terrible and like people were like taking uh screenshots of his tweets and then photoshopping them so he was saying like bullshit anti-semitic stuff that's absurd and he was like you know as a jewish person that's I, ridiculous I find this really offensive i i i'm not gonna go into it i just wanted to to yeah. readdress that I, since i do think so it shitty. was it was on the cusp of like pandering or like the original post was like it was like I could easily see myself reading that and being like, ah, oh, come on, man. But man, death threats are like, it's, it's just so, nuts. it's so weird because I don't, I, I feel like I just don't know anybody who is like that. You know, like it's so Good. weird to me that there's such a common internet type of troll that exists out there. Yeah. And it's like, I can't even imagine what their life like in real life, you know? Like, yeah. Unless, yeah. unless secretly Dylan is posting all of these. Oh no, no. <laughs> We'll put that thought in people's head. <laughs> Sorry, Dylan. I can see it now. There are there are uh, people have done the research though. I, f- I forget where I've read. It. I think it's probably like Vox or maybe The Verge where they've talked about like, oh, I ran into like my online harasser or like oh I shit sought them out and, and found them and like oh this is this is the guy that goes on 4chan or you know oh. Kotaku in action. Like they were looking out, they were looking for like gamer gators and like yeah. all right people and like oh here is the you know classical representation of like what this person is mm-hmm. and like they might just seem like mild-mannered and well-adjusted in, in person but like 
They Vi- go online and serially harass people. Yeah, Vice did like a whole series, or not a series. Vice did a like a twenty minute documentary on like incels and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I was like, this is actually really fascinating that you're like, no, we're gonna go talk to him. Is that well, on they- HBO. Uh, I think it's I think it's just on their YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's yeah. on Viceland. But uh, right. they also did that dive into the uh, the Charlottesville thing. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I wonder. They did a follow up. So oh no, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like. I, I have a hard time making evil choices in games. Like I, I feel bad when I'm in a role so playing game. And yeah, I, and I like I'm like Ugh. I'll sit there cool, but I, I don't think I can do it, guys. Yeah, yeah. But, but I wonder if there's like a correlation at all. I, I know lots of fine people uh, choose evil options in games, and that's fine. But I, I wonder if you take the kind of person who is like a death threaty internet troll. I wonder what their like choices look like in games. All like hard edge. Like I'm just gonna be the, the biggest. Woman in the yeah, face. All, yeah, a hundred percent. They all play just uh, drawn to death, just that game. Oh, <laughs> wow! What? What? You're not wrong. Uh, THQ Nordic. Back Uh-oh. in the news, what have they done? What have they done? Uh, nothing. Oh, really? Thank God. Um, <laughs> it's nothing still. I they, is it yeah, bad that s- I just don't care about THQ Nordic anymore? Is that why you don't like Metroxis? Maybe. <laughs> I feel like I'm just like never. I really don't like Darksiders. Period. Like from, I've from, never from the get. So. I never liked Dark No, Siders. I played the, the Dark Siders 3 demo at PAX West last year and I was like, yeah. all right. Yeah. All right. So, like, just every game that, or every bit of news that comes out, I'm just like, okay. I desperately want a successor to Red Faction Gorilla. Sure. I think everyone has, like, like time splitters. Oh, so that was the thing. That was what happened. They got the, the, the an arm of THQ Nordic acquired the rights to time splitters a that's while right. ago and then they that's just the arcade shooting game yeah that's that's the one that uh <laughs> has all it's like psyops but cartoony right yep. like that's how i yep. always uh looked at it um yeah, it was like golden eye perfect dark time splitters right is what a like, lot of psyops people look at came it like after time splitters I psyops came out came yeah but uh they they got the rights to that and then they also hired the original co-creator of the Time Slayers series mm-hmm. to work on the on the game, mm-hmm. and so I think that kind of like brought th- the THQ Nordic back, back into the discussion, the, yeah. and like THQ Nordic proper still has never like fully apologized for the eight chan shit that happened, and so I started reading. I was like, okay, how does THQ Nordic break Operate. down? Yeah, because like THQ Nordic, the eight chan dumbasses is not the overall. THQ right. Nordic. It's right. their publishing arm mm-hmm. that's like based out of Vienna in Austria. So w- did a Wikipedia deep dive. I'm sorry. And I'm so finally sorry got the THQ Nordic family tree sorted out in my head. Okay. You ready for this? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, made a little mind map. Found a wow. web app. Did a little, yeah, did a little drawing. Okay. All right. Turned your inner eye. I'm looking at the reflection. Yeah, yeah you 100% yeah, yeah, it's, did. It's deep. It's this deep. is fascinating. It's deep. That All right. does go far. So at the very top, we have THQ Nordic AB. Mm-hmm. And AB is just like the equivalent of like a C Corp or something. Oh, okay. Like incorporated in that, in that area. For Scandinavia. Um, for, I forget specifically where they're based out of. I don't know if it's like. Nordic. Yeah, but I don't know if it's, it's, it's Norway or Sweden or whatever. Um. They used to be Nordic Games, right? Mm-hmm. And they bought a bunch of like stuff from THQ, and THQ went under, um, which includes the trademark of THQ, and that's why they then turned into THQ. Like they, Square Enix. They own, underneath them, 
Well, T well, Square Enix is a little different because it's just Square and Enix merging. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, THQ Nordic AB owns THQ Nordic GmbH, and GmbH is a German or a Eastern European uh, limited liability company. Okay, it's just what they call it. It's like super long in German. It's like okay. eighty syllables or something. THQ Nordic GmbH is the one that did the eight chance eight chan stuff, right? Okay, got it. All right, yeah. so that's the difference. So you have. THQ Nordic AB, uh-huh. and then they own uh, THQ Nordic GmbH. And GmbH did 8chan stuff. They did the 8chan stuff. Got it. THQ Nordic GmbH owns Gunfire Games, which are former Vigil Games people, which then became Crytek USA after That's THQ right. Nordic disappeared. And then um, like the head management of Crytek USA left, founded Gunfire Games, um, and then they basically rehired a bunch of people from Crytek USA slash Vigil. Yeah. They are the Darksiders devs. They were the Darksiders devs back then. They mm-hmm. are the Darksiders devs now. Okay. Got right. it. Got it. Um, Interesting. And THQ weird. Nordic GmbH also owns Piranha Bytes, which does Risen. Oh, I know of uh, that game yeah. series. It's like that piratey, like action yeah, adventure yeah. MMO ish kind I'm of now on, like, recalling a THQ Nordic logo. THQ Nordic GmbH also owns Rainbow Studios, which is formerly THQ Digital Studios Phoenix. They do MTX versus ATV. Uh, they also own Black Forest Games, which is just another studio that makes some stuff. They also own Bugbear Entertainment, well known for... Uh, Having a good name. Yes. Good name. Um, they've made a lot of racing games in the past. They also Not made, what I would have expected for Bugbear Entertainment. <laughs> they also made Wreckfest. THQ Nordic GmbH also owns the properties of Destroy All Humans. And they're making a new Destroy All Humans. Right, so that's right. what Black Force is working on is the new Destroy okay. All Humans game. Um, Alone in the Dark. <laughs> Kingdoms of Amalur. Oh. They bought that from 38 Studios. Sure. Painkiller. And Deblob. It's um, a weird like portfolio. Dozen, dozens of other IPs, yeah. but yeah. none rank as high as this. That is a weird portfolio. It is, it is almost every genre. <laughs> it is, yeah. Which is like, honestly, like, sure, impressive. It's the Nordic EA, I guess. Is In that a okay way. way to say yeah. that? Sure. Just without the sports aspect. Right. Well, they have MTV. I mean, like, they have not. Oh, they have, yeah, they yeah, have yeah, racing. That's true. They that's true. have racing. They have license is... stuff. THQ Nordic AB also owns. Coke Media Holding GmbH. That's fucking weird. Coke Media Holding GmbH then owns Coke Media GmbH. Now, Coke Media, you might remember, is one of the other buyers of a lot of the other THQ stuff back in the day. So, like, the original buyers of a bunch of the THQ properties were Nordic Games, Coke Media, and Deep Silver. But it's also Coke Media. No, they merged all together after the fact. Um, I think... Deep Silver might have been owned by Coke Media before they started buying THQ stuff or not. I can't remember. So, but so we have Coke Media Holding, Coke Media Regular, GmbH. Coke Media GmbH owns Deep Silver, which then owns Volition, right? which has the rights to Saints Row, Red Faction, Agents of Mayhem. Which apparently they're working on a new Saints Row game. Allegedly. I, did, I thought they were going to work on Red Faction next, but I might be wrong. Deep Silver then owns uh, Fish Labs, which owns a property called Galaxy on Fire. I'm not very familiar with that. No, I'm not sure. Deep Silver also owns Dambuster Studios, formerly the original developers of 
uh, Time Splitters, Free Radical, oh. which then went on to become Crytek UK. And so now they own Crytek USA and, and Crytek And then Crytek UK. UK, after Crytek shit the bed itself, uh-huh. basically had a deal with Deep Silver where they sold that entire studio, but instead of like giving them the studio, that entire studio migrated and create a new studio called Dam Buster, but all of those employees, or most of them, I, I guess, maybe some of them then go, but they then went to Dam Buster, and then Deep Silver just acquired that. They are also the developers of Homefront, the second Homefront game. <laughs> all right. Deep Silver also owns the properties to Time Splitters and Metro. Coke Media, GMBH. I cannot believe there's more. Also owns War Horse Studios. Which are the Kingdom Come Deliverance developers. Oh. And the, uh, who has the studio head that is Pro Gamergate. Mm-hmm. Hmm. THQ Nordic AB also owns. This is absurd. Coffee Stain Holding AB, which owns Coffee Stain Studios, which are the developers of Goat Simulator and Satisfactory. Holy shit. So. All of the properties THQ Nordic AB owns include Saints Row, Red Faction, Agents of Mayhem, Galaxy on Fire, Homefront, Time Splitters, Metro, Kingdom Come Deliverance, Darksiders, Risen, MTX versus ATV, Wreckfest, Destroy All Humans, Alone in the Dark, Kingdoms of Amalur, Painkiller, Deblob, Goat Simulator, Satisfactory. Hmm. All right, <laughs> and so I just feel like that all that all that well that says to me is like there there are infinitely many fingers in those pies, right? Just, but like we were talking about yeah. uh, Metro like on Discord, and Alex didn't realize that Metro is technically THQ Nordic because like yeah. we were mm-hmm. talking about even though that's 4A, so weird the developers yeah. are not owned by THQ. But what does it mean to be THQ Nordic anymore? Which is kind of like asking like what does it mean to be like a studio under EA? I feel like well because I feel like well the not difference like, is that like EA hasn't like didn't host an ama on 8chan well i know but i mean like so l- let's say you are like a team under that you were like you're saying in the beginning sure. it's people in their publishing arm that did that right right so but that's a you, major portion of them i well i, I guess so like i take any of the like the subsidiary type things you mentioned and it's like for that for that like lead of whatever project they're on they, I, I could see a scenario where they're just like man they are like a lot of <laughs> a lot of people got like agitated and pissed yeah. that when that yeah. happened um but then tissue nordic ab board proposes name change to embracer group so they want to change the overall head company the holding company to a different name to disassociate from thq nordic uh because they screwed the pooch with the publicity with the publicity and the brand recognition interesting Embracer is kind of almost ironic. Yeah. Runaway group. Yeah. 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 It's the opposite of Embracer. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. I guess I care about some THQ Nordic AB games, but, yeah. not, but not because I know they're THQ Nordic AB. Yeah. I mean, I care about Volition to a certain extent. Like, yeah. I think that studio has always done good work. I'm yeah. excited about Biomutant. <sighs> we'll see. Right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I, right. like, I mean, I liked Good Simulator. It's well, that was after the fact. So they got acquired relatively uh, recently. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and it's interesting sure. that they're not like owned by the publishing arm. They're owned by the overall group. The whole organization is is interesting. But if you're ever curious, that's the family tree. There it is. You should put that out on Twitter for science. For science. for science. It was also interesting to see how much of old Crytek was also 
yeah. intertwined in there. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that news. Weird. What else is going on? Steam's doing some updates. Did you guys cool. see this this Steam thing? No. Where uh, uh, you can mark games as owned on another platform. Yes. So it can stop being shown on there. Great. Oh, um, interesting. Like, yeah. like, in, like the store page. Like, yeah. Still yeah. doesn't advertise. Like, like, it'll still go into your. It'll you can you can hit ignore. There's a new option that says ignore, and there are two options. I think it's like ignore completely, or that I own this already on mm-hmm. a different platform. Already and, owned, probably. And but include it in like algorithmic suggestions. So that you're not like constantly getting that game surface to you, but it will contribute as if it were okay. a purchase. Okay, like Steam. I have Devil May Cry 5 on PS4 and I can say I own it on Steam so that it or I can say I own it on PS4 on Steam so that it's like, oh, you like action games? Cool. And then yeah. surface me more of those. There's, Joe will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys look at the Steam Lab stuff at all? I had only seen a little bit of the I, suggestion one and it was just okay. Yeah, I went through the Steam Labs that it suggested for me, and there's a lot of games on there. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I do want that. I, n- I never saw anything too obscure. Like, everything I saw on there was stuff I've mostly, yeah, like, when I really? cranked it all the way up to niche. Well, I mean, Joe, you and I kind of <laughs> pay attention to different things, though. Oh, yeah. 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 But it was like uh, Devolver Bootleg, like mm-hmm. the the uh, uh, cool. Gato Robato guys made. I was like, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Mm. It's not. It's a lot niche. of stuff that is just like, oh, I just haven't put this on my wish list yet. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if that was cool. And then they have their, like, uh, you see their algorithmic like trailer generation thing i didn't try it out because i just looked at it and i was like no don't look very good no i wasn't a huge fan like i like vine but i don't want vine trailers well so there's a twitter account that says trailers in six seconds great for or steam trailers in six seconds so i think they're trying to co-op i'm that. just going to yeah subscribe to that and yeah. give that my and because it's my i follow. think it's better curated than this i bet because a human being doesn't it yeah yeah uh yeah and then also apparently steam oh there's a steam workshop thing did you guys see that no that was the one i missed uh so like any item for csgo or dota 2 or tf2 is now requires valve approval from the workshop Hmm. okay yeah i thought it was going to be like across the board anything for any game but i guess it's only for valve games currently i wonder if that's like a tournament thing they they couldn't possibly approve (laughs) non-valve games would be too much <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. It's weird that like this is a thing that they want to like human curate though. Yeah, like this gun has like a penis attachment. It's like, well, hold on, we're not gonna do that. What th- this thing is Saints Row? What are you doing? I'm gonna go reinstall Saints Row Three. Godspeed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then um, apparently they uh, addressed a exploit that people have been using for really? the upcoming uh releases list you guys familiar with this so like there's an upcoming release list thing right 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 um that is uh generated via whatever's coming up in the calendar based off of what you said is your release date on your store page mm-hmm. so if you're a developer you can go on the back end and say your release date for whatever and there's no real like thing stopping you from doing that uh like whenever you want i think i, I don't think there's like an approval process for that so people take advantage of that to constantly get their game surfaced on the homepage so that you can, um, if you click on upcoming releases, your game can be up there. Um, they're stopping that. They're, they're fixing that in some way. Yeah, so now you have to contact Valve when you want to change your release date. Oh. You can't just do it manually on the back end because, like I said, people would, they would, 
they would surface it on the upcoming releases, and once that date had passed, they would just change the date again. Yeah, so that's... It, it would constantly be up there, and people hmm. could... It's probably for the best. You know, keep seeing it and wishlist it. I think Manifold Gar- Garden was doing that. I don't know if you guys uh, knew really? that, that game. Yeah. Yeah, and... Because uh, I was like, no, I'm pretty sure that game... I think William Cheer is still like plugging Working away on, on that. I don't yeah. think that, that game's coming out hmm. soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. Changes, changes coming, and then Epic said they added some stuff to to their. They're they're both gonna do, if not similar things, then uh, competitive things. Right. Well, like Epic announced that they are finally putting like uh, cloud saves. Oh, cool. And cool. Some other stuff. Oh, oh, and they're supporting more currencies and stuff like that. Nice. I did. I did hear a story recently that was uh, one of the items in uh, a hat in Team Fortress Two. Uh, they accidentally like increased the drop rate on this super crazy rare hat that was worth like hundreds of bucks, and so everybody was getting it, and they were and it like so a, a ton of it went up on the the store and like tanked the value of it. So they they went and they contacted like everyone that had that had because people started purchasing this certain loot box that had this really high chance, and so they went and like they sent out emails to everybody. that was like, hey, look, we're gonna like. Uh, let you keep all the stuff you got. We're going to refund the boxes you bought because you, f- from this point on, obviously the spike yeah. means you bought it to get this thing. Sure. We're going to make it so you can't trade this hat anymore. So that it, damn. So okay. it, it was, it was a pretty good move, but it's weird. It's like they had the, the ability to look through and see like, okay, here's when these items came into your like sure. history. We're going to, we can manipulate these certain items. And man, it's like, that that is a a well shaped economy. They can the, the, they can go in and just like fix it because that would have like so completely weird. ruined that item. Yeah. And who like had that item up beforehand would have been like screwed out of like a, a you know a random chance error. Um, which I don't know. It's just like an interesting like systemic kind of, or system kind of sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Economy yeah. more Economies stuff to pay weird. attention to. If yeah. you're a dev, you're trying to release soon. Can't take advantage of that new releases exploit anymore. And hopefully, like the Steam Lab stuff, the the like sliders to help you. Yeah, I hope that stuff works out more. for people. Yeah, cool. Well, yes, yes, yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. I think it's a good place to end it. What say you? I think I've got to go watch Angry Birds too. <laughs> I also build that. W- oh. Have to b- build that nest. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh man, mm-hmm. look forward. Uh, I know some very good birds. The best birds. I've got. I got. I know birds. Fine birds on both sides. Well, you, you can cut that out. <laughs> you can. You can. Uh, you can uh, learn more about what we're referencing. Listen to our new episode of Attract Mode, where we talk about the first Angry Birds movie, and uh, it's it's oddly uh, pro-Trump <laughs> politics. <laughs> um, that what the fuck did we watch? Joe? Propaganda. <laughs> this is your fault, Dylan. Don't look at me. Well, Video also, game like, propaganda. Joe and I did not like. We did not recognize what it was. Oh, it pointed. It was pointed it, out it, later. Nick was like, "Yeah, like this thing is like That's super right. pro right, yeah. conservative." I'm like, "What? Oh, oh my god!" And then you just see everything. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like a train again. smashing into you. It was like for me that was what, like I enjoy watching a lot of these video game movies for that podcast. This was one where I was like, I just want to get through this. So I was watching. I don't know it. why it's this one though. The, I, man, Just, because Street Fighter the movie is still great. Yeah, I can enjoy because a lot of those. Double <laughs> Dragon is still great. <laughs> the the unintentional hilarity of most video game movies is better than the subpar comedy. Sure, of yes. Angry Birds. Like it it's hundred percent. It is a bomb of the barrel like DreamWorks 
Sony animation esque movie. Good animation yeah. though. Like, yeah, that like, was... yeah, sure. Like the animators themselves did an excellent job on that movie. Technically excellent. Yes. Artistically, well, visually excellent. Yes. Narratively poor. <laughs> Narr- narratively... <laughs> narratively ethically poor. <laughs> yes. Problematic. What's yeah. the what's the what's the the term that was being used? Uh, de- narratively deplorable. <laughs> Yeah, so look forward to that episode. Should be out <laughs> by the time of this episode's posting. Uh, we're gonna go watch Angry Birds the movie too. It's a terrible, oh. terrible name. I this is yeah. your fault, Dylan. <laughs> Whatever. We'll get through this. We'll get through this. What we got next? We I got like Battle Arena to Shindens coming up. We can watch that. Ooh. That'll be a nice refresher. Palette that sounds pretty good. One. Okay, Joe. Where can people find you weeping? Uh, you can find me weeping wherever wordcasts come on <laughs> wordcast.com. <laughs> I cry every episode. We're, this this podcast that you're listening to now and also attract mode also if you want to find me on twitter i'm at gerb no yes 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 <laughs> <laughs> i gave i always i always go back and forth be like am i at instant joe or am i at gerb it's been instant joe for so long on you there can search that, search mm. for both yeah either way go for it joe doesn't follow me what wow. on twitter follow him Wait, you dude, coward i follow i follow wordcast though right probably but not dylan not me that's nope. interesting i i didn't know that you had well, I do. <laughs> Joe. Woof. Woof. Hold on, Dylan. I'll fix this. I was like, what did I do? Did I, was I too mean to Joe? <laughs> I mean, in fairness, I wasn't following Alex. And then. Yeah, well, that makes sense. That yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair. First, Fair. you stomp on his video games. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He was like, play this game. It's great. I played the game and I thought it wasn't great. Yeah. He invited me into his, his into video his game home. View. Yeah. And, and, like, I, and, and like I trashed the, video, the couch. Like the video game vampire I am. I sucked all the life out of it. <laughs> Nelson, where can people find you? You can find me at Whitico pretty much everywhere. So Twitter, Twitch, eventually. I don't know what's happening there. Art Station, Dribble. Uh, you can also go to witty.co, W-H-I-T-T-I dot C-O. That'll give you, I think it's my portfolio link right now. So if you just want to go look at some designs, great. Uh, but that should also link you out to everything else. Um, you can also listen to myself and Michael Macassiano talk about old games that are on our list of shame, the video game book club. I'm still working through Grand Theft Auto 3 right now. It's a long game. It's a long game. It's lost its luster. I bet. Uh, I think I'm close to the point of calling it. And, wow. And that, that Look at you. That's you a, that's a, that's a thing in the, in the podcast because, you know, do you like report your like time played like up until yeah. the point you called it? Yeah. What and was like the other? where in the story? You could, KOTOR 2 was the other game yeah, you called it. Yeah, fuck KOTOR 2. That game was bad, dude. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Uh, I really couldn't do that uh, game. The amount of like backtracking that you had to do just to get done with the chapter that you're on. It is, is not superior to KOTOR 1. However, absolutely, I enjoyed it. Sure. Sure. I respect that. By the way, Nelson... Hi. You were the only one I was following. Hey, <laughs> wow, what the fuck? Hey, 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 hey. I guess he's just better at promoting media. Wow. Which adds I'll up. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, you know Nelson knows branding. Yeah. I, but I've now followed Alex and Dylan. So. Nicely done. I legitimately thought you were mad at me. You like had unfollowed me at one point. I was no, like, oh, okay. I, I think I've only you ever. You said you didn't like Spider-Verse. So hold on one second. I've fuck only that. I've only ever interacted <laughs> with you through. Well, I guess I, a lot of times I just assume I follow people that, that interact with me. That's fair. But also I assumed you were Wardcast. And I, now I'm wondering if I I'm not Nick. Have, like, I, have a, I have a separate. I have a company account. <laughs> and I have a personal yeah. account. My brother is his words company. and opinions. Yeah. And, where, and where can we find those words and opinions where you cannot follow me? You cannot follow me. <laughs> At Dylan Olvento 
that's I-L-V-E-N-T-O on mm-hmm. Twitter. And then if you like this podcast, you want to listen to any of our other podcasts, you can find it at ward-games.com online or on Twitter at Ward Video Games or wherever podcasts are sold. Just search Wardcast. That'll bring up Wardcast, also attract mode, colon, a Wardcast series. Nice. Oh, wow. Beautiful. And if you're angry, you can unfollow me. <laughs> and look for some birds. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>